I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. All right, welcome back to the final segment of today's episode of Live Mike. Episode number, I'll tell you in a second, 294 for those following along at home. Uh, remember, we're, we're also counting down. I, uh, I'm going to hang up the, my, the headphones and turn over the microphone at the end of the month on April 2nd. I'll broadcast my last show here as the host of this program uh, before moving on to uh, Washington, D.C., I'm going to go uh, return to the United States Capitol and work for as a congressional aide to uh, to Senator Mike Lee. I'll be the director of communications out there. So uh, just as we get through these days, know that they are quite literally numbered and uh, I'll forever look back fondly uh, on this year plus some uh, that you and I have been able to spend these afternoons together. Um, before we move on to uh, some nostalgic chapters of my life, uh, namely my attendance of the to the Hilkamora pageant, which has been canceled, let me just point out one last thing on the the story we were just covering regarding the stimulus package, and even more specifically the the fourteen hundred dollars available uh, to uh, you know qualifying Americans in terms of direct payments, $1,400 uh, if you qualify. Uh, a texter came through and, and reminded me of an important point, and it's one that we have discussed here before on the show, specifically with Shane Stewart with DMBA, a certified financial planner over there. And it was, if you happen to be, if you happen to qualify, let's say you uh, you, you make under eighty grand, you get a little bit of the stimulus money, it uh, finds its way into your bank account, but things have gone well for you. You have maintained your employment, you have maintained your housing, you're able to keep food on the shelves and clothes on the kid's back, and everything is uh, right in your world, and yet you still receive a little bit of money. One thing I'd ask you to consider is looking around in your social circle or your family circle or your faith circle and see if there is anyone there uh, who needs a little bit more help, who has been, you know, unfairly impacted due to, uh, you know, employment or health uh, impacts of this COVID-19 virus. Uh, Look and see if there's any way you can help there. You don't have to. You know, you could buy yourself a four-wheeler. But uh, as we navigate these waters, uh, let's remind ourselves that we are uh, still a community. We still have to look out for one another and that uh, our collective success is good for us as individuals as well. Uh, okay, a few minutes left. Uh, let me tell you, when I was uh, very young, I remember once I sat in the rain for about eight hours. Why? Well, because I was attending the Hillcomora pageant, and uh, that's, that, that's that play they do outside on a hillside uh, in western New York in Palmyra, which depicts uh, portions of the Book of Mormon. And when I was very young, uh, it was our family's tradition to get to the pageant very, very early in the morning so that we can get a front row seat. There are 8,000 chairs that are set up to watch each night uh, the Hill Camorra as it is put on by the uh, thousand plus individuals who uh, make up the cast and crew of that uh, outdoor stage production. 
And it was my family's tradition to camp out all day long to get front row center. And uh, so it was that I once uh, sat there for, uh, I think it ended up being eight and a half hours in the rain, uh, saving the seats for my family. Various members would come and go throughout the day, uh, but, uh, but that ended up being a tradition of ours. And honestly, every summer that I can remember, with the exception of the two years that I spent as a missionary for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints in Mexico, uh, I was as close to the front row as possible uh, watching the Hilcomora pageant. My dad would tell me stories about his youth when he was a cast member. Uh, he uh, has some, some younger children now, and they each year are cast members, and I uh, make the trek out, or at least I used to. Uh, before last year, uh, it was called off due to the COVID-19 pandemic, and in conjunction with that, an announcement that after a few years' time, the pageant would be no more. Well, uh, I'm sorry that uh, today we learned that the announcement has been updated uh, to communicate that the Hilcomora pageant will, will be no more, that the 2021 pageant will not be held and it will not continue in the future. That's it. So if you, like me, have all these fond memories of traveling to Palmyra, New York, uh, getting off uh, I-90, going through Manchester and landing in that big uh, field, which doubles as a parking lot once each summer, uh, then making your way across another field, sitting down on those green chairs that hook there uh, on the edges, uh, that's no more, and we have just our memories. Now, uh, the, the church has announced that there will be an online broadcast of the 2019 edition of the pageant, and I'll watch that, sure, uh, but it'll never be the same. And, uh, and I lament that, and, and I'm sorry. And I understand that, you know, uh, decisions have to be made, and uh, I, there's probably much more that went into this decision than I certainly know, and I'm sure it makes sense to those to whom it needs to make sense. Uh, but I know that for me... Uh, that I will, you know, each summer, uh, at least for a little while, uh, think, oh, shoot, missing out on pageant this year. Missing out on pageant. I remember uh, back when I was in seventh grade, Donnie Osmond was in the cast. He uh, played Samuel the Lamanite, and I stood in line for about uh, an hour to get his autograph. Anyway, uh, that's it. Time for me to say goodbye for today's episode. I'll be back tomorrow. At 1230. In the meantime, though, time to step aside and make way for the great Jeff Kaplan as he brings you Jeff Kaplan's Afternoon News next here on KSL News Radio. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.